Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hour three of the Wednesday Lori and Julia show. Don't forget, this time next week, we're going to be in the thick of Project Down and Dirty classic radio drama. Drama! I guess we're probably getting the casting shortly, right? That's right, what I've heard. The, Don't we, ask us. Well, we're see. the last we in are our Rocco, This is the thing. Like mm-hmm. Lori said, Always the last to know. Someone wrote a song with that in the title. The last the to know and the first to care. Yeah, Dom- Donamitri, remember? Donamitri, yeah. Uh, I loved them. Mm-hmm. They were good. I, I enjoyed me some Delamitri. Yes, thank you for reminding me their name. Now I'm going to listen I'll to I'll play some, some later that. for you. Right. Well, you know what it is now? It is uh, time to play a game. Yes. Um, and we go like this. It's Pop Culture Jeopardy, and I thought, tis the season for scary movies. Mm -hmm. Oh, dear. So I thought, this is kind of a fun game we've been playing, um, where I take the IMDb description of a movie. Oh, no. Lori will get these. And see if you can just guess the movie. And I'll, I'll even give you the year. Oh, that'll um, really be helpful. That's going to be just like really nail it for us. This is really going to be good. Well, well, Julie, this one's in your era. 1960. <laughs> oh! <laughs> yes, I remember that year. No, okay. A Phoenix secretary embezzles $40,000 from her employer's client, goes on the run, and checks into a remote... Cycle. Motel. Yes. Run by a young man under the domination of his mm-hmm. mother. I psycho. never knew that she embezzled. I didn't even know what that was about, except for I just remember being scared. Um, the shower scene. I never, I didn't ever really know about that either. I never yeah, knew that. At the that. beginning, she's driving and she's kind of freaking out. She right. has money and checks into yeah, a Yeah, she's not in the movie very That's long. right. She's, yeah. She's out. She's She's gone in the first, like, and Half that hour, is right? Jamie Lee Curtis's mom. Yes, it is. Janet Lee. It mm-hmm. is. Okay, so All right, one Julia, nothing, look Julia. at that. Right, look at that. A good start. All right, number two, 1980. A family heads to an isolated hotel for the winter. Amityville Horror. No. Shining, the, the shining. shining. Where a sinister presence influences the father into violence while his psychic son sees horrific forebodings from both past and future. The Shining. You know, Stephen King hates that movie the most of all, of any of his stuff that's been adapted. Of his books. Because when you read The Shining, the character Jack Torrance, did you ever read it, Rocco? I don't think I ever did, no. He's kind of, he's a loving man who loves his wife, and he hated the Shelley Duvall casting. He thought she was too shrewish. He thought that the the way he wrote the book, those two slowly go mad over the winter. Oh, okay. They got there mad. Like, they didn't like each other when they oh, got there, and right. that really bugged him. Just 
Blue that's shiny. A good, that's good to know. And Four I one like, one. I think I've read that like Stanley Kubrick would call up Stephen King at like two in the morning just to ask him this obscure question. He about, just he was just like read the book and like and that is a kind of a an archetype sort of of Stephen King where somebody is uh, anti hero of the flood right. and they slowly then go mad and they find out they're the monster. You right. know something like that. It's a good one to watch this time of year. It's yeah. chilling and haunting, even if Stephen King... Yeah, he it. just didn't like it. He didn't like the shades it had. All right, number three, yeah. 1974. Two siblings and three of their friends en route to visit their grandfather's grave end up falling victim to a family of cannibalistic psychopaths. Oh, um, you know, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yes, mm-hmm. and must survive the terrors of Leatherface yes. and his family. Oh. I've never seen that. I don't oh. think I have either. Now, 1974? Yeah. That, yeah. Oh. That's how far back, and it's been remade. Oh. And, you know, Renee Zellweger was in, like, a remake of that, like, in the... Oh, one of her first this movies. This But the 70s one does have a certain je ne sais quoi, Rocco. Don't you agree? Yeah. I mean, I remember, I think I saw it way back in the day. I, I don't actually like to see too many scary movies, but. Neither do I. That I like the classics, like, including right. this one from 1956, then remade in 1970. The Blob. <laughs> good guess, but okay. remade Warren, in 1978. I, I've been thinking of The Blob this whole time. <laughs> okay. I'll warn you, The Blob is not coming up. Okay. At okay. All in don't look game. in the basement. Um, okay, uh, a small town doctor learns that the population of his community is being replaced by emotionless Zombies. alien oh, duplicates. Oh, separate wives. No, oh, that's oh. not it. Oh. Um, fifty six. The 1978 one, I think, had Donald Sutherland and Leonard Nimoy. Yeah, Martians. Emotionless alien duplicates. Mm. Oh, um. Double or nothing. <laughs> no, the, I can see I, the movie um, in my mind. And the, give us a something give us, of the something something. Oh, strangers of the first. No, effect. the cocoons. Or um, the cocoons. Strangers, oh, something no, of the I something. Know, this invasion. Is the invasion. Of the invasion of the body body Nope, that's a tie. Tie. I think right. Julie might have said body I think snappers, I did. but who cares? A snapper is a snatcher. We depends oh. if it's a snatch That's a half snap. a point each. We came to that I together. Have it. I okay. have it. I All gave right. us both a half point. Look at Invasion it. of the Body, body snatchers. snatchers. I forgot that that was a 50s one. And the movie, the one with Donald Sutherland. And as soon as you said that, because it was creepy. I bet. Yeah, I don't it remember sounds that. creepy. It was creepy because, like, it was on the heels of Stepford Wife's, which came out like in 74 or whatever. And that had the same. Kind of premise. Thing. Remember, Ginger was in that. Oh, Tina yeah. Louise. Mm-hmm. 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 You ever see that movie, Stepford Wives? I or Rosemary's Baby? Nope. And neither of those movies come up in this. I, I almost had Rosemary's Baby in this, but I left it out. I thought it was too obvious. Oh, you Lori should watch would, Lori, both of those movies, no, Rocco. No, no. Why? It sounds horrible. <laughs> we don't like scary movies. Okay, I'm just going to guess the okay, next one. Here's the Omen. A new one. <laughs> uh, 1982. Okay. A research team in Antarctica is hunted by a shape-shifting alien I saw this. that this... assumes the appearance of its victim. Is it yeah. the alien? It's, it was a remake, too, right. and Kurt Russell um, was in it. Okay. And... Oh, Escape from New York? No. And they made it. John Carpenter John directed. Carpenter. Okay. It's great. It's so great. Wait, I just wait, watched it last year. Okay. Is I Kurt Russell in it? Too. Yes. Yes. Okay. It is called, and it's... It's two words. Mm-hmm. The one is the. I know the. The blob. No, it's close to that though. The blink. No. The smear. We don't know. The Rocco. blink has uh, two or three of the letters in it. 
The, the thing. The oh, thing. the thing. The thing. We wouldn't have gotten that, but that is so good. That is a good movie, The Thing. If just you like, tension, you know? It's oh. tension because you don't know what's out there and Ooh. you're on this fr- frosty, you know, place. Yeah, Antarctica is yeah. very frosty. Very frosty. <laughs> very isolated place. It feels even scarier somehow. Yeah. All right, here's another tension-filled one okay. from 2018. In a post-apocalyptic world, a family is forced to live in silence. Oh, us. Uh, silence. No, what? we know this. We do the, know the, it. The sound effect. This is us. Hiding from monsters. No, we know this. We know this. It's quiet. about quiet. Quiet, please. It's about noise. Oop. I was just going to say. I got it. Yep. Got it. Quiet, I was going to say it's about noise. You, I, who can Ooh. think? See, that's a strategy. <laughs> you can't think when someone's interrupt us with but their I mouth. Said, I said it's about noise, <laughs> and then you got quiet, place. Sure. I mean, it works. Okay, 2017. In the summer of 1989, a group of bullied kids band together Scream. to destroy a shape-shifting monster which disguises itself as a clown. Yeah, uh, Chucky. Yes, I heard that. Oh. It. Oh. <laughs> and preys was... on the children of Derry, their small You saw town. that movie. That sounds horrible. So scary. Bill Skarsgård was so oh. good. It was so good. The ki- It was so good. Love that. I went with my two nephews. Rocco, we all gave us that? thumbs up. I, again, I don't like scary clowns, yeah. but I would never see that. That just sounds you people like... are missing out <laughs> on some real tension in your life. All let right, me tell you. Okay, back to 1981. Two American college students on a walking tour of Britain. Werewolf, American werewolf in London. Yes, there you go. Are attacked oh, by a werewolf that none of the locals will admit exists. Yeah, that, remember that was the a good werewolf movie. CW show. Love that we show. Loved Team it. Wolf. Team Wolf. <laughs> Team Wolf. You know, Tyler's had to go on cam, not cameo, but whatever, OnlyFans or whatever. He's, I've been, Tyler Posey, he really had some problems with his teen fame after Teen Wolf. That was such a good show. I know it was. My boy went as uh, the Michael J. Fox Teen Wolf for Halloween oh, when he was like four. I was pretty oh, good. Oh, so cute. Casey, Casey went just a Casey few went. years ago. Oh, yeah? He glued the, oh, you know, his hand pictures. and had the, green, the jean yes. jacket. Yeah, he was good. That's always a good standby, isn't it? He glued, you know what he glued on himself? The stuff you stuff into a fireplace, like a, yeah. a gas fireplace. Right, I know. It's like, it's like... His- um, Wire. It was not the right stuff to no. use on skin. No, not really, because it has. It's highly. Tons of chemicals are in this thing, and you put it on. That was when I was sick in the bathroom the whole night. We had to. It was a Halloween for my talk, and it was somewhere in Uptown. It was like the at what was called Calhoun, whatever that yes, building it was. was. Thank that, you. Mm-hmm. Was and it I, the boob bash? It, it was, was kind of the boob bash, and Amy was dressed up like uh, Don't Tardy for the Party Kim, so yes. it was whatever year that came out. And then we were dressed up like the Marge Simpsons. Simpson was the November play oh, made right. of the year. You were, and I was her, you were the smoking sister, sister and, who was sick oh, in the bathroom. I was sick in the bathroom. She was so mad that you got to be the sexy no, one, she and she got is. to be. She had to be the hag. She <laughs> always is. She's. She'll That's be. Not true. She'll be Marie, and I'll be Donnie. Julia, she'll be. That, she'll be Olivia, and John. I'll be John Travolta. No, I mean, Julia, that isn't he, true. I. You know, I'd have to be John Travolta. I'm taller. <laughs> Obviously. Okay. And it's four and a half to two and a half. Yeah, All right, two more. You still got a chance yes. here. Okay. 1984, the monstrous spirit of a slain child murderer seeks revenge by invading the dreams of teenagers whose parents were responsible for his untimely death. A nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, there yes. you go.
Freddy oh, Krueger. Wow. The I first know. person got snatched through the bed. Johnny oh. Depp. Yeah, you're right. Johnny oh, Depp. Oh, look at that. All right. And then finally, 2019. These are all the IMDb uh, descriptions yep. of scary movies for people just tuning in. Thank you. A family's serene beach vacation turns to chaos when their doppelgangers appear. We saw this movie. Out. I walked out. And I walked out of it. to terrorize them. Yeah, get out. Nope. Get in. No. Run away. It was, it was the one after Get Out. Us. Yeah. Yes. Yes, that's it. Oh, Julia, good right. finish. Yeah. All right, All right so, so there you go. Scary movies. That was good, Rocco. It was 5.5 to 3.5. And just for future references, <laughs> um, I'm not Elvis. I'm not scary movies. I'm What was another one we had? I'm just kidding. Oh, right. We, we really, kind of all yeah. pull them Prince. out of our butt. Prince. Louis. Elvis. Yeah. yeah. I know. I'm trying. I think if you do I a Barbara Streisand one, tennis. I would just... We'll do tennis. Yeah. Do I a Barbara Streisand. Do a Barbara Streisand one. And I'll lose uh, seven to nothing. Okay. But you'll probably remember the names because I'll give you the hints. That is true. Yento. <laughs> yeah, that is Papa, true. Papa, can you hear me? Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen, we'll be right Thanks, back Rocco. with the Dirt Alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Hi, Allie. Hi, Julia. What's going on? Oh, we're going to talk about the documentary Leaving Neverland that was on HBO a couple of years ago about Michael Jackson and the alleged abuse of Wade Robson and Jimmy Safe. We watched it. Yes, uh, that is a very heavy documentary, and the filmmakers behind Leaving Neverland are trying to film a follow-up, but they're running into some problems in the court because Michael Jackson's uh, MJJ Ventures does not want them to be filming in the courtroom. So the filmmakers trying to shoot a sequel uh, to the docu-series Finding Neverland, but MJJ Brands has been seeking to get an injunction on this saying you cannot film in the courtroom because uh, Jimmy Safechuck is still trying to appeal and still trying to sue them civilly for the abuse that happened to him as a child. I guess I, I, I guess I don't understand, like, were they going to... They wanted to film like an actual trial or? Uh, well, not necessarily a trial, but all the stuff that's happening between James Safechuck in oh, the they court. they want to include yeah. that. So they okay, want to include it. all this courtroom stuff that in this new follow-up docuseries well, on I, Leaving Neverland. I can see how the judge was. It's not resolved yet yeah, or whatever. Right. So how do they include it without cutting it to look biased or something? I don't know. Well, there's going to be another hearing about this in April, but know that the filmmakers are trying to make a sequel to Leaving Neverland, Mm. which it's a very heavy documentary. And, uh, you know, I'm not sure if it's still available on HBO Max right now. But if it is, and if you want to know more about the history of Wade Robs... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson... Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Then and Jimmy Safechuck, and you want to hear their stories. Then watch Leaving Neverland. Yeah. Uh, Tamar Braxton is not happy about the new trailer for Braxton Family Values. So this is the docu docu series, I suppose we can call it that, on WeTV about the Braxton family, and it includes what happened to Tamar over the summer when she was hospitalized after found being unresponsive in her LA hotel room in July, and the subsequent aftermath showing how her family reacted to that. But Tamar is not here for this whatsoever she calls the trailer disgusting and she said whoever else participating for using my pain for their pleasure in ratings she said don't miss my exclusive tell-all on the tamron hall show next week because at some point this abuse has to stop wow she said i'm not filming for this season they're doing this while i'm not on the show wow so, yeah we TV has nothing to say about this. Probably not. So they were just like doing like screen grabs yeah. or just incorporating it that way. I mean, right. Mm. Well, it was reported in August that We TV was cutting ties with Tamar Braxton after Tamar said she felt her career demands as a reality star were excessive and unfair. So she didn't like working with We TV. We TV decided to cut ties with her. Now they're using this footage for Braxton Family Values, and she is not happy about it. Well, that'd be a good interview with uh, Tamron. Tamron mm-hmm. had uh, Brandy and then her brother oh, Ray J. On oh, how today. was that? I didn't see it. It yet. was good. Yeah, it was really good. Oh, okay, good. Mm-hmm. Was that on this week? That was on today. today. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, she gets. I'm she, glad that show is in this market because she really does get some great interviews because she's a damn good she's journalist. She and is. We were always bummed when NBC let her go and took Megyn Kelly instead. They did her wrong and Al Roker wrong. Yeah, it's on, um, her show's on yeah, but Al at least 45 job. Yeah. at 11 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm glad that it's finally in this market because it started last year and then we didn't get it. We, we didn't right. get it, but yeah, she does really get just some different. She just can, she does a little bit more um, harder hitting or... I don't know, like her Mitch Winehouse. I mean, that was just kind of a oh. jaw-dropping interview. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, Tamron Hall can hold people accountable yes, in a she way can. She can. that other daytime hosts cannot. No. no. Uh, over on Paramount Plus, which is called CBS All Access as of right now, we're getting a Flashdance TV series. Would you be interested in watching a, a TV sh- series based off the 80s movie? I love that movie. I love it's that fun, story. And it's a dancing competition. Yeah, and, and the girls yes. with their dream to dance, yes. and she doesn't have money, and the grand and the slightly older, hotter guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Well, Blue we're collar. getting this. The new take is going to revolve around a young black woman with ballet dreams and a strip club reality yeah. who struggles to find her place in the world while navigating romance, money, art, and friendship and how to love herself. So we're here for it, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, no word on yet when we're going to be able to get that, but it is in the pipe. Uh, Quibby's done, you guys. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to say, but it is done. So the Wall Street Journal reporting that Quibi, the streaming service, is shutting down after six months. They're reporting that co-founder Jeffrey Katzenberg had a phone call this afternoon telling people that we are over. They raised one point seven five billion dollars to fund this thing. Oh, Reese Witherspoon got paid fifteen million dollars to do something that they'd never even that I don't even think people saw. I mean, people 
investors really got screwed out of a no lot of money. No kidding. Man. So Quibi doesn't own any of the content that right. it paid for, but it paid up to $100,000 per minute of content for their streaming service. So and they, it was so much van there were so many vanity projects and it was just so poorly even thought of. Why would anyone pay to see watch stuff for 10 minutes when that's what YouTube is for? Yep. Well, exactly. <laughs> and it was one of those things where it was almost just you know, you guys are exactly right where it was all these big Hollywood superstars looking to get in on this business, but everybody looking at Quibi is like, "Well, we can see what you guys are doing." And we're not really interested in it. So yeah. thanks for playing. Have a nice day. $1.75 billion just flushed down the toilet. Oh. Well, that's it. And was, was it Meg Whitman? <laughs> yes, Meg Whitman, the former CEO of Hewlett Packard oh. uh, and eBay was the other co-founder. And there were reports in the trades that Jeffrey Katzenberg Katzenberg. and Meg Whitman were not getting along because they'd have these petty bickerings about office decoration oh. and in the meantime they just needed you know one uh, 22 year old um study group of one to ask yeah. the question and Are you they could watch series they could have six they could be could have been a different kind of network you know well yeah exactly they weren't listening to the people who they needed to serve with quibi i mean yeah, yeah that was yeah. just we all were slapping our foreheads over that but just think of all the people that invested in that oh and thought they were gonna make all this money oh. and i bet a lot of them were and the advertising up front of that. Oh, oh, no. Katzenberg is you, done working yeah, when in that town. He sat in front of us and preached to us at oh, something that was supposed to be. We were like, be, this is going to suck so it hard. It was supposed to be actors coming back. Yeah. Talking about how they won a SAG Awards and then he's there. Yeah, oh, no. it was so horrible. Oh. What a buzzkill. It really was. Oh my gosh, we want the glamorous movie stars, <laughs> not this executive. Get mm -hmm. the heck out of here. Kind mm -hmm. of, Holly. Well, I I believe it, you guys. Uh, the Hollywood Reporter is saying that the Fast and Furious 11 is going to be the final film in the Fast and Furious saga. So get yourselves ready for that. Now, we don't even have Fast and Furious 9 yet. That was supposed to come out this spring, got delayed, coming out next year. Now, okay. we might get spinoffs. I saw one and two. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. 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 They're mm -hmm. still a big deal. Did you guys talk about Miley Cyrus seeing aliens yet? Well, I, I vote. She went to the same place Demi Lovato did, the Joshua Tree. And and I said to Lori, we saw an alien once. Yeah. Okay. Where did you so see your alien? In the sky. In the sky in Wisconsin, in zipping with... flat, lining across there the tops is. of the trees. Oh, well, mm -hmm. so Miley Cyrus was driving through San Bernardino, which is on your way to Joshua Tree in California. She said she got chased down by some sort of UFO. She was pretty sure what she saw, but here's the here's the hook, you guys. She said she also bought weed wax from a guy in a van in front of a taco shop, so it could that have been the weed wax. That makes it sound so like believable. You know what I'm saying? Right, right there, that little detail. Right. And weed wax is really potent, apparently. <laughs> well, as she said, maybe it was the weed wax, or maybe it was a flying snowplow. She's not really sure. Oh, wow. All right. But we are sure she's doing a Metallica covers album, so oh, that's going to happen. She is so good, Miley Cyrus, at doing covers. Yeah, she really is. All right, Holly, what? that's a vintage scandal after all these years that you didn't know we've been back on the air for over a minute. We have, I can't read that thing. Yeah, no, it's this vintage scandal because we have been on the air for 19 <laughs> years, and you should know Someone has to your tell me times.
I know. I couldn't figure it out on the machine. Hi, In her everyone. defense, that was a pretty short break. That was only a two-minute break. Okay, thanks. Because I said, I but said, But you Gloria, knew that. You no, knew I that. Didn't. And you looked. Yes, you and you said, it. it's a vintage two. scandal that you're pretending. You, you're who has such a Virgoian attention to detail. It said 248. I said it to you. Lori, I have 248. And I just stared at you. Just no. daring. And okay. I thought, no, well, she's going to run. I didn't even zip my pants. I washed my hands. I'm running back here. And I'm like, I know I'm late. Plus, right. you got to wash worry. your hands for 20 seconds. So I know. That takes up a That a was the thing. Amount. Yeah. Oh, boy. I was in the bathroom today. This is uh, only a four-hour scandal. It just <laughs> happened four hours ago. And somebody here? was... Yes. And they left the bathroom without washing their hands. I was truly... A ladies' room. In the ladies' room. Truly appalled. And I think I know who it is. And now I'm... I have the uncomfortable knowledge... Don't share of a it. fellow hand washer. You can't share who it. doesn't wash their hand. Hands. Well, I wash my hands, I but I barely pull off my pants. Yeah. Well, there you go. Right. You know, nothing like giving a little hiney run down the. But there's no hallway. one here. There's nobody there's here. There's no one here. I'm running around the cleaning okay. person's barrel. I'm like, woo. So right. I thought I would revisit, you know, the vintage scandal. That was Kate Moss and Johnny Depp. Oh, yes. Because Give us the years. they, okay, they were a couple, Julia, um, from 1994 to 1998. And what Kate doesn't realize, and she finally talked about Johnny Depp in, because she, I mean, first of all, she's a very famous yes, she model. Was. And she's been famous since she was like 16 years old. But she talked about it. She was on the cover of the 2012 November issue of Vanity Fair where she does talk about it. But what Kate still didn't realize is that Kate Moss was Johnny Depp's rebound from the love of his life. That's correct. Why did those two break up? Well, those two break up. That that, that would be a whole different vintage scandal. But... She was 18 when she met him, and he was like 26. Very intense. I think her parents might have not encouraged her, you know, to be married. That she should experience, as you would with your 18-year-old who at 20 wants to marry the person that they've been dating, the only person they've been. You can see how this happens. And, you know, they fell madly instantly in love, but they were together. Intense, intense there are some people, Tim Burton is one of them, who said Johnny Depp was never the same after he and Winona. But he fell uh, for Kate Moss right after he and Winona broke up. And they met at, I don't know if you're if you're going to remember um, uh, this place. We, we went there. Um, it was called uh, Cafe Tabac, and it was like in Soho in New York City. I do downtown, that night. and he. I was, believe mojitos were involved in that night. Yes, yes. And climbing up to Paula's second. Yes, yes. Great, oh God, great fell. place. Oh um, my gosh! So she, Johnny Depp was thirty-one. Okay, and Kate was twenty. Oh, he liked him young. Holy cow! Yeah, because he was like twenty-five or twenty-six to Winona's eighteen. Wow. And anyway, so. Uh, Kate became his rebound and she was just absolutely crazy about him because she had like kind of a uh, like 
she re- in um, this was an interview that she did. That she posed at 16 for a nude photo shoot. And she said, I see a 16-year-old now, and I think of anyone asking her to take her clothes off. That would be really weird. But yep. they were like, to me, at that time, if you don't do it, we're never going to book you again. I would lock myself in the bathroom and cry. I was so ashamed of I had no boobs. And I made the hairdresser... Um, Turn around, and this is a thing where she's kind of running down a beach, like a cold British beach. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, with no top on, but it did. She's so f- flat chested. It doesn't really, you know what I mean? But yeah. it's, and it's the 90s. And uh, anyway, and she had a nervous breakdown when she was 17 or 18 Ooh. from, all, you know, the pressure of doing all this stuff. Marky Mark, her Brits, very sexualized stuff. And, and uh, she said, I felt bad about having to straddle Marky Mark. It just didn't feel right to me. He was so much older. Was she in the Calvin Klein underwear ad? Yes. That's it. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And um, anyway, so the one bright thing in her life at 20, and she's been, as she meets Johnny Depp, and he is dazzling, and she doesn't realize that he's really maybe kind of using her a little bit to get over his heartache. And she falls madly in love with him and people can't get enough of how glamorous they were because they both had beautiful noses and they were (laughs) glamorous grunge at the time period, you know, 94 to 98. It Uh doesn't get any more than that. And, um, they were like so crazy about each other that people magazine, uh, reported about them that, um, they could never stop, touching each other that they were if if a leg touched they their lips would their mouths their chemistry was just off the chart it was very volatile he got arrested famously um, for what for trashing a hotel room the mark hotel in new york city he was arrested and he claimed they do a lot of cocaine together yes he claimed Mm -hmm. that he and kate moss had sex in all 63 of the rooms at the chateau marmont the rumor go. and the rumor was that he filled a, bur- uh, bur- a bathtub full of uh, champagne for her for her birthday. Um, I and, believe all this. Oh, it's all it's all true. And he said that later that it was his fault that they broke up. Um, and she said she cried over him for years and years. And you know they broke up in '98, and she wasn't. She was. Her next serious, serious guy was not till 2005. Oh, and in that Vanity Fair story, Kate Moss said she admits she spent years crying over him, that he couldn't be something that he was. And he said in an interview um, that he took full responsibility for that. He wasn't as serious about her as she was about with him. Mm -hmm. I toyed with her. He kind of owns basically owns up for it. He said, I was difficult to get on with and it wasn't her and I put it through hell. Right. Right. So anyway, um, her daughter's a model now, I think too. I think we just saw some photos, didn't we? That's her very, I don't know if she was ever married to this guy, Jefferson hack. This was a guy. She had this daughter young. She's in her twenties. And, um, but yeah, Winona Ryder did break it off with Johnny Depp. She dumped him, hmm. and um, she she just 
because they were engaged and she was just so young. Yeah. And uh, then he changed his Winona Forever to Wino Forever Forever with Kate. His tattoo on his arm. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. he he was able to find, he quickly found comfort in the 20-year-old arms of Kate Moss, you know, and they were just like a, to die for a couple. And then he left couple. Kate Moss for Vanessa Paradis, didn't he? Isn't that kind of how it went? <clears throat> yes, yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes. they basically broke yeah. up. And you know who Vanessa Paradis dated for like uh, five years in the early 90s? Who? Lenny Kravitz. Wow. Just saying. It's a revolving celebrity door. Kind of. It Rock, kind of you, is. Do you think Kate Moss is hot? She was a little thin for me, right? I yeah. don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was, I did love uh, Winona Ryder. And I remember when she, when I, he was on like the cover of Rolling Stone mm-hmm. with the, his tattoo, I was just jealous. Yeah, oh, right, wow. right. Yeah. But then she, I was just reading, started dating Dave Perner, Dave Perner. in like 93. Yep. Yeah, that was her rebound. Solace Island, lonely. And, and yeah. they were kind of, you know. They were hot. They were. I remember seeing her at a, at a, um, Something at Harriet with the outdoor movies or something. She yeah. was sitting against a tree. Yeah. Where was where were those outdoor oh, movies? Oh, at the Lori. At Down the Lori. That was yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so she she did in this uh, Vanity Fair. She said, "I did. I just spent years crying about oh, him." Oh, that's sad. So anyway, right. not even a supermodel doesn't get life through life unscathed by having you know just some bad love things happen, Julia. I wonder if she changed her phone number. (laughs) She probably did right away. (laughs) All right, listen, we'll be back with the rest of the headlines. Oh, Lewis, so before you go. Are people real tired? Now, remember last year in October where we were so discombobulated, feeling sleepy in the morning? Rocco, how's everything? Waking up, this is the circadian rhythms. Yeah, I don't know. I've been staying up, you know, because it's like I finally... uh, have some me time. I want to stay up late and watch something. Right. So I've been, you know, I, staying me, up later than I should. I one thirty last night. Yeah. I had yeah. To, I had zero res. So come are you today. having trouble waking up in the morning? Or no, are you I finding zero super res. sleepy? No. Otherwise, you would have slept in. No, because I was up at five, thinking I've only slept four hours. Oh, oh. my gosh, what am I going to do? <laughs> and then I kept trying to meditate, and I'm trying right. to do everything, oh. breathe. I got to go back to bed. Yeah. But then zero res is coming early, you know. And I'm like, oh, ah. Geez. What were you watching last night, Rocco? I was watching some like scary stuff on um, on uh, Turner Classic Movies, like some classic. I watched something called Spider Baby, which was just kind of bizarre. And, um, you said you didn't want to watch scary well, no, stuff. Vintage, you know. Oh. Like, if it's if it's like in black and white from like the fifties. Oh, have you seen it. the Blob? I don't think I have. Mm-hmm. Is that kind of funny or no? Is that just scary? It, I can't I remember. Just remember. I saw see, the remake of it. Uh, whatever. I just remember knowing that movie was on, and "Don't Look in the Basement" was the big scary one. Yeah. I remember my older brother and sister were scared. the house at the end of the road on right. Elm Street or whatever that one yeah. was called. You know, the Blob. The Blob. Okay. I feel like Steve McQueen. Was he in The Blob? I'm just looking it up right now. Let's I see. I think so. I Steve even... McQueen, yeah. yeah. Sorry, that's a good one. Music yeah. by Burt Bacharach. This mm-hmm. might be worth checking out. This might be my Wednesday Music night fun. by Burt Bacharach is in The Blob? Yeah. I loved Burt Bacharach. Yeah. He was so beautiful in his white, in his cable neck sweaters. A real dick to be married yeah, to. Yeah, I know. I know. That, that I know from reading two different memoirs. Okay, well, here's a little news for you. Remember yes. when Gwyneth was trying to peddle 
um, vaginal steams that yes. we needed to it just, just sounds so scary. steam our little flower, and she did it's all that. It's called take a warm bath. Yeah, well, um, the owner of that luxury spa that uh, Gwyneth, you know, gave us an Lord. example of where you could oh, get that little steam that little engine. goopster of yours steamed, which yep. of course does not in any way need to be steamed. She is um, uh, pleading guilty. For hoarding 20,000 N95 masks with the intention of reselling them at inflated prices. So do you see the kind of, uh, do you see what Gwyneth, you see what she does here? She really does a lot of vetting. You were so happy to find this. You were so happy to find this. Scammer is hanging out with scammers. Well, she doesn't have a lot of integrity is what we're learning on this. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. These masks cost less than $1.27 and she was selling them for $15 each. And the Department of Justice uh, busted her because that was an 1,100% profit margin. And uh, she bought uh, large numbers in February. She was in well, early. Before. Mm-hmm. Well, she bought them before. Why is she in trouble if she bought them before COVID? Because COVID was officially was given uh, the right. end of January. Right, Actually, right. if you were paying attention, uh, I told, December. Do you remember when we were at the SAG Awards mm-hmm. and I said, Lori, yep. this isn't good? Yep, I do. So, yeah, no. Anyway, so she got busted. Do you know this story? What? Katy Perry and Orlando Bloom are going to be baby Archie and baby Daisy are going to be roommates or neighbors. They bought a place in Montecito yeah, and Auntie Catherine is going to find their house and $14 million. how far away it is from Megan and Harry. But the bigger news in Montecito is that there is a wild black bear that has been seen oh. wandering around. And all that area got... Um, either burned or they had mudslides two years ago. So even though there's a lot of vegetation and it's kind of this on the hillside, California shrubby, a lot of that is down and some of the houses still are like wedged in the mud. I just feel like these bears are, uh, are finding garbage bins. Oh, I don't know. I love that that's the breaking news. From Montecito. The, bear, <laughs> the black bear is on the loose. Uh-huh. Sharon Stone uh, oh gosh, got Stop. a mammogram for Breast Cancer Awareness Month. People were worried because she took a selfie in a hospital gown with her oh-so-glamorous sunglasses on, and they thought she'd had a stroke or something, but she Charity said, no, had no, one of those. I'm just Charity here had for mannerism. my mammogram. So. All right. You know what? That is a good reminder because... yeah. Have you? I haven't scheduled mine. Have you scheduled yours? I um, it, I get. I'll get a notice. Yeah. Like it. Like I. I feel like I do this as a New Year's thing for myself. Like I do it between Christmas. Yeah, and you New do. Year's. Mm-hmm. So you know, if that's when you did it last, then you got to wait a year until. Yeah, you then, do. So. Yeah, you do. My health care provider will send me a notice, Julia. And people really liked our call to testicles yesterday. Oh, um, that PSA. Okay. What was that? The this I the have rod it written and down. the real. Wait, it's wait. Deal with the real, not just the rod. I can't remember how you. What what were we talking about? Pretty much that. Yeah, um, but uh, Cody came up with a uh, the PSA. He he concised it. Um, this is somebody that we know. He has a very he had a very spare the rod, spoil the real. That's right. Get to know your testicles. Yep. Yep. Spare the rod, spoil the wheel. The real. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well. 
Speaking I'll save that. Hashtag for... fame wieners was another thing that came out of yesterday. Oh, honest to be. Remember that whole yes. theory about yeah. famous? Yes. Okay. So here, here's a story. Uh, the fisherman reels in a record 110 pound catfish. Breaking a record. Can you imagine? 110 pounds. pounds. It is 58 inches long and has the girth of 42 inches. Take that. Um, And so it's... Where do you catch such a big catfish? Um, This is in Georgia. The Department of Natural Resources, we're so excited. We love to hear about this exciting news. (laughs) Tom Litz, Chief of Fisheries for the State Wildlife Reservation uh, Resort. This is our first state record since April. I hope it encourages all anglers to get outdoors and fish Georgia. That's what you're doing. We're going to be ice fishing pretty soon here. No, 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 no. No, I know. No, don't even say that, Joy. That's going to be an activity, though, that will be able to happen. Ice fishing. The ice houses, you know, because it's outdoors and... Okay, Mrs. Obvious. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you want us to sound a bell for you or it, it happens every year. No, but we could, in the year of COVID, I'm saying it's something that might be a be in a tiny activity. little uh, uh, no, ice That's house. not what you do when you ice fish. You go out and run around. Yeah, but Julia, all the smart people have the cute little ice fishing houses that are, you know, they're not that big inside. That's true. You know, you could. Have you ever ice fished, Rackle? Uh, once or twice, yeah. I yeah, I have. I've been in a tournament. I'm I'm you very have, experienced in this. Gloria has done a lot of winter sports. She's I, a curler more than you would. Think, I know that you I know the curling. I didn't know you were an ice fishing. <laughs> Not that I kept up at it or anything. Right, it's too cold. It is. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh cosmic crisp apples. There are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays, and Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the buy five or more, save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. At the Home Depot, we have the tools for you to give the gift of a smarter home with savings on top brands, like the Google Hub, a command center for your smart devices that raises the IQ of your entire home, or the Nest Learning Thermostat that helps you conserve energy and save on your bill. And if you don't know what to get, gift cards are a smart gift no matter what they get. So this year, gift smarter with savings on tools to make your holiday magic. The Home Depot, how doers get more done.